And joining us in a moment will be Wancho Hernan Gomez. Wancho, can you hear me all right? Yeah, I hear you. you Great. Hear me? Yes, thank you very much. Uh, congratulations on a night on a nice win tonight. What did you what felt differently on the floor tonight? I mean, we just played together. Uh, we just played together on offense and defense. We just keep passing the ball, uh, spacing, run. We just play the Utah basketball, and when we play that way, it's, it's hard to beat us. I mean, everybody have fun. Give me a little bit of an insight. You guys had a kind of extended film session differently than you usually do before a game tonight. How much did you talk about what happened in LA before you got ready for this one? Uh, I mean, we gotta we gotta keep learning. So we watch video even on the win today. We gotta keep, uh, keep getting better for the playoffs. So uh, what happened in Clippers was in the past. Yeah, and from the past, you you keep learning. Uh, even on the wins, even on the loss, you gotta keep keep learning. So. Uh, we just keep rolling, even when we go up uh, 15, we gotta keep pushing because uh, that's our, our goal, you know, keep playing hard. What have you learned about how you think you can help this basketball team? Uh, just giving my best, you know, I'm so happy to be on the court, so happy to, to play, I'm feeling like a player and uh, I, just, I just enjoy, enjoying everybody. Uh, they help me a lot and, you know, since I go here, it's, uh, it's a different story. You uh, were very patient, was that hard? It's always hard, but it's part of the journey. Uh, Patient is one of the key of life, not just in basketball, so you got to keep going. All right, we're going to make a poster. <laughs> says, from a great philosopher, thank you, patience thank you. is a key of life, not just in basketball. Watch yeah. Hernan Gomez. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate thank you. it. Nice to have him with us, and that's... As much as the five-game losing streak ends tonight, and that's a huge part of the story... The long, the big picture story of the night to me is the rotation change by Quinn Snyder. That we may have seen minus Hassan Whiteside in for Greg Monroe. We may have seen a nine-man playoff rotation tonight by the Utah Jazz, depending how they use Trent Forrest. Well, we may have, but I think I'm going to need another ball game to... Let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. Yeah. We saw the first attempt. Attempt, Okay for a playoff rotation with House and Bogdanovich healthy. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right about that. And a tester. And I'd say against a not very good basketball team, they passed. That'll be harder for them against the Warriors. A tester. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Lacombe, Jake Scott joining us now. Tim, what do you think? Well, I think patience is an important part of life. <laughs> Not just basketball. And, and basketball. Yeah. Uh, that was actually a nice message for the, for the, the tense jazz fan base. I, obviously, it's been a, a long stretch without a win. Um, tonight, just what the doctor ordered, you know, a, a team that in the Lakers pretty watered down. But I like the way the jazz function tonight. You know, Hernan Gomez said it when they play that way, when the ball moves. Um, you know, much better. Defense was was a little bit hit and miss at times. I think, you know, sometimes they were into it and sometimes they weren't. But bottom line, they figured it out. They got the win. Um, gets them off that schneid, which I think is a huge, huge mental thing more than anything. And I think anytime you get 25 or more assists, uh, that's saying something. Um, Jazz had 25 assists the ball game. I remember uh, Tim want to go... Back in the day when, when the Jazz had 25 assists, they always won. But the game has changed so much here in the last 15, 20 years that you, know, you get 25 assists or more, you're, you're giving yourself a chance to win because of a, a three-point shooting. It could, it could really make a difference. But I, I agree. I saw a little bit different.
difference in, in some ball movement. And I hope you agree with me here. The defense has got to improve. Yeah, no, sh no question. Get better. Yeah, no question. Going forward. Well, we, we flipped over uh, briefly to the national uh, broadcast to catch Quinn Snyder's uh, interview before the fourth quarter, and, and he was asked, I think, three questions, Coach, and all of them he answered about getting stops. I think Chris Haynes asked him, like, hey, uh, Coach, why'd you go with that uh, that outfit tonight? And he's like, well, we just have to get stops out there, Chris. <laughs> you have to get stops. On, uh, but anyway, he echoes big time what you're talking about, Booner. Tim McComb, I hope you enjoyed our uh, memory lane basketball tonight. I loved it. Anytime I can go down memory lane. I never got to do my LeBron James one. I know. I, we got to put that in the, in the rotation sometime. I had LeBron ready just in case we needed a fourth one. There's by, no the, by the way, that, that Spurs-Nuggets game, Carmelo's debut, 80-72. to 72, The Spurs' effective field goal percentage that night, 28%. Oh, my. And the Nuggets was 31 percent effective field goal percentage hey i got tickets to the game no i'm gonna watch paint dry <laughs> no. i'm gonna just sit out here and watch this, this coat of paint dry. the offensive rating for the nuggets that night in the win was an 83 wow in carmelo's debut and to, to ron's point the game's changed a whole lot yes can, can, can i tell you guys about a memory lane that i went through today oh on, you, on my way to the arena oh i i, I listened I, to some old music back oh, when i thought oh. i was cool yeah yeah i got ready for the ball was game. it good yeah I thought you were going to talk. When are you going to? Um, you, we need to. We need to get you a copy of something, so that you can then have the facts and give us the truth, rather than the lies that are being circulated <laughs> about you when you played for our opponent. That's uh, my niece lives in New York. Called me about that. She's Uncle Ronnie. Oh, what are they? I mean, she she just went off. You know. Well, but, if it's really. But not there it is. But and she said, in defense to the to the series or whatever yeah. it is. There's disclaimers. You got to read those disclaimers. It's still right? garbage <laughs> to put, do something that's not true under your name. Right, I I'm know. I'm sticking up for you. Do you guys unless know unless about they're this? adding points to your total. Right. Do you know about this? No. So Ron is portrayed evidently not perfectly in Winning Time on HBO. Well, I've heard, he, I've heard he's very obtuse. <laughs> <laughs> At least on the golf. Yeah, course. I haven't heard about this. They're not portraying you correctly, Booner? No, uh, there was some things uh, said and done that didn't happen in it. Right? Let's sue them, Ron. <laughs> Those if disclaimers. It wasn't a disclaimer. <laughs> Remember that disclaimer part? That's so we can't do that. Oh, there's got to be a way. Well, I, I mean, about, you can I, sue them. You just get laughed out of court and pay a lawyer fee. Yeah. Okay. Would it make you like a. What, what 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 was the what was the error, or give me one error? Say so just go to HBO Max or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and, okay. And and it's it's not really about me or it's not about magic and, and mostly about Jerry Buss, the old owner, uh, the way he bought the team from Jack and Cook, uh, and and Jerry Buss's lifestyle, which is probably wouldn't go over well. Nowadays, if you were an owner, you know. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. As he did back then. Yeah. Games change, times change. But I'll tell you what, it feels good to, to see a W up there. That's right. Tonight. 122-109, Jazz win it. Have fun, you guys. Appreciate it.
122-109. You just heard David say it. The Jazz pull out a win. Snap that five-game losing streak. We're breaking it down next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night postgame show. Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz win 122-109. to Get a must or a, a much-needed win, snapping the five-game losing streak, and uh, really looked good doing it. Coach led the whole way, and uh, you heard uh, Wancho Hernan Gomez talking about it, kept it up, and uh, and finished the game off, which is not something, obviously, they've always done this season. I, I just liked, yeah, I, I thought that the, the product out there, the way that the guys uh, really played on attack, and there were a couple of plays early on in the game. You know, Donovan really pushed the ball hard in transition a couple times, Found Rudy for dunk. Um, you know, I, I just thought the ball moved well. I thought guys were were conscious of each other. Uh, you know, a game that Rudy gets 11 shots uh, and goes to the line nine times, that's more like it. And, um, and then Donovan was sensational, 11 for 22. Four for 10 from three. Ended up with uh, 29 points and seven assists. But a key stat to me, he shot a good percentage and only one turnover, so made great decisions while the ball was in his hands out there. You mentioned Rudy. This has been this was Rudy's best game for a long time. I no, mean, it was. He was really good tonight, 25 and 17. Uh, he had a couple of blocks, but uh, you, you mentioned the field goal attempts, up to 11, and then shot the ball well from the line. So this was this was uh, a really big performance from him. Yeah, it was, it was so great to have Boyan back out there. And, you know, make no mistake that Boyan, again, we talked about how important he is to the spacing on this team, uh, just him being out there could have opened some things up for Rudy, you know, in watching the tape, the way that um, the, the Jazz attacked. But, no, I thought the guys had their eyes out, you know, found Rudy on rolls, lobs, all that good stuff. Um, it was a, it, it was just a nice night for the Jazz to be able to get back on the winning side of things. Certainly that's what we all expected with no LeBron, no AD. Uh, but, you know, we've seen this year you can't take any of these lightly and take them for granted the Jazz did a nice job of just going out there and getting it done. Westbrook had 24 for the Lakers. Dwight Howard had 21. Carmelo Anthony with 12 coming in off the bench. Malik Monk with 14. But to no avail, the Jazz come away with win over the Lakers, 122 to 109. With that, we will say good night to our network stations. Our next broadcast is coming your way on Saturday night. The Jazz will be on the road in Golden State to take on the Warriors. That game will tip off. At 6.30. For those of you sticking around with us, we'll have sound from Coach Snyder, the players as well, coming up next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. Pow! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post Game Show. Underhand scoop to Conley. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz game night post game show, Jazz Radio Network. It's brought to you by our friends Mark Miller Subaru, uh, featuring the My Subaru's campaign, Real Stories from Real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Jazz get a win. 122 to 109 over the LA Lakers. Uh, led uh, tonight by Donovan Mitchell's 29 points on 11 of 22, shooting four of 10 from three. He also had seven assists. He got a steal and a couple of rebounds. Rudy with a monster double-double, 25 points, 17 rebounds, a couple of blocks. Mike Conley, 18 points, four assists. Jordan Clarkson with 19 coming in off the bench. 
and Boyan Bogdanovich with 11 in his return. But I think he, he had five assists as well, I should add. But uh, he helped with the spacing, as you pointed out earlier. And, you know, Jazz get their guys back and play a nice game as a result. You know, it's just like real estate, location, location, location. Where are you on the floor um, and where are the threats? And with Boyan out there, um, you saw him go into the post a couple times to create an advantage. Uh, but his spacing, you know, it, it really is a big piece of why this team's successful. It opens up driving lanes. And you saw the Jazz definitely playing a little more downhill tonight, a little more space to operate. Um, Boyan's a huge part of this team, and it was great to see him back out there um, and, and contributing, you know, but just hit by virtue of his reputation being on the floor, the offense runs a little bit better. And, of course, the win is most important to Jazz fans, but a close second, free roast beef sandwiches. The Jazz get there, as predicted by Rostradamus in the pregame. And this season, when the Jazz score 111 or more points in a game, Jazz app users score a free Arby's Classic Roast Beef Sandwich the next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com slash scorebig to learn more. Rostradamus <laughs> strikes again. Correct prediction number 36. I'm not uh, mistaken, Jeff, giving us the thumbs up. So, so this this really does pattern my life. You know, we talk about patience, but uh, 36 out of 48 puts me at just a straight 75%, which was pretty good. I just kind of operated there in school. You know, you're, you're out of the crosshairs C. of any any accolades. You're certainly not a flunky, but you're you're flying above that, and that's kind of what I always try to do. Yeah, but if if you were one of those guys that uh, spent a great deal of time out in Wendover, 75% would make you rich. That is true. That is true. And we've all enjoyed a lot of delicious roast beef along the way. Yes, thank you to Arby's. What a great promotion. Great we've promotion. talked about the number being perfect. It's been fun to give only five more chances in the regular season to, to get that Arby's. this beef. All right, let's uh, let's get your points in the paint tonight. Brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call one eight hundred go serta Visit SertaPro.com. It's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting tonight. Uh, points in the paint. Jazz outscored the Lakers fifty six to fifty four. Both teams with big numbers. Probably not a surprise from the Lakers. They're they're not a three point shooting team. They're probably trying to get most of their points if they can close to the rim. Although you pointed out how much they were shooting in the mid-range. But when Rudy's got it going, you would expect Jazz to put up a pretty good number. Yeah, for sure. And it was just great, like you mentioned. We've seen some games where he was not as involved. Um, tonight, being able to get 11 field goal attempts and then those nine free throws, I just think that, you know, then you've got everything moving. You've got every you've got threats everywhere. Uh, it's just the way this team's built. So it was nice to see that kind of coming around. Yeah, I thought, uh, like we mentioned before, this was uh, Rudy's best game he's played uh, in a while. you got to like the putbacks. Rudy had four offensive rebounds, four of those 17. In fact, let's let's do the Master of the Glass as long as we're talking about it. Brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. The end of the regular season, Safe Flight will donate five dollars to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader, Rudy. Seventeen rebounds to go along with his twenty-five points and two blocks. Four of those on the offensive glass, and uh, man, he was he was doing a, a great job. He he just played, felt like he played strong tonight. The first, you know, one of the very first moves he made, caught it on that left block, quick spin right, and, and the and one, just beautiful, and then. Kind of had a cool creative in the second half. Nice finish. Caught it kind of at the front of the rim. And I guess Locke would say ladled it, maybe. 
that's what like, but made a strong move. Yeah, yeah, but but rolled that thing over the top too. It was it was a nice, creative, strong move. Um, but he's definitely doing more of that. We're seeing more uh, hard, strong finishes from Rudy, which is what he's got to do: either finish it or go to the line. And he can do that. I, I mean, I think that's in his capability and punish other teams for switching and going small, which he did tonight. And he he went up against Dwight Howard and did some nice things against him too. So kudos to Rudy. Big game for uh, for him tonight, no doubt about it. He took a nice shot to the mouth. He did. Early on. Uh, who was that? Was that Monk who got him with the, the I mean. Yeah, I think it was Monk. It wasn't intentional because Monk had his fingers all extended and jabbed those fingers right into Rudy's face. face mouth, oh. lips, teeth. It looked like it hurt. And then he got, uh, well, no, 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 that was the one where he got bonked in the beak, where he was holding his That's nose. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not good. He was asking if he was bleeding, and he was he was not. But it was last post game. He talked to us about, or he talked to in the post game about how beat up he gets every game. Well, that was an obvious one right there. Right out for everybody to see. All right, let's go uh, down to the media room. It's time to hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. When you said you wanted to see more of a playoff rotation, I know not you don't have all your guys back, but is that somewhat close to what it looks like? Maybe, you know. Um, you know, Rudy Gay shot it well, played well. He did an excellent job. Garden Morris last game, um, you know, he gives us a, something different and I think a higher ceiling. Um, you know, as you mentioned, we had still have a couple guys out, but it, to me, this, this isn't, you know, about a rotation. This is about the, from the, the last three minutes of the second quarter. Um, you know, we had our best fourth quarter defensively. We stopped fouling and put them on the line. They had 18 free throws, you know, in the first half. I don't know how many in the second, um, and the second chance points, they had 30 points at halftime you know, on, on second chance points in the foul lines. And so I thought, um, we clean that up and when we get stops, you know, we have an opportunity to run. I think this is the best we've run in a while collectively, not just Boyan, but everybody. No, I mean, he, we've told him, you know, fight for the rim and, you know, when he can get the ball deep, he's a big target. You know, guys, you know, Mike had a turnover in the first half trying to throw him, or Don did, trying to throw him a lob. We we want to throw it to him. There was, you know, one time versus the switch, we kicked it ahead and wanted to throw in and, you know, the guard of the passer, so we skipped it. Um, but, you know, he's he's been working. And, you know, you can tell he's just not going – he's going – He's not going and getting sped up when he gets the ball. You know, he's he's just been, you know, I think more poised under the basket. And that's allowed him to get get angles and, and things like that. And, you know, again, we've, we've talked about, you know, there's games where you know, tonight they're, they're committing multiple guys to him. And, you know, tonight he was able to do a good job against the switch, just really getting under the guard where he had an opportunity, as I said, to, to fight for the rim. And if he doesn't get it, you know, it's a space and give our guards an opportunity to drive the ball. And we know that they're going to look for him too, but he did a good job. As invariably talk about the importance of ball movement. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was pretty consistent throughout tonight. What did you see in that regard? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's an easy thing 
to point to with our team. I think because when we do move the ball, you know, it, it looks really good. And that's, you know, our guys have a lot of pride in that, you know, and there's games when um, you have to work harder to move it than others. You know, I, I think, you know, if we can, you know, continue to understand that, you know, when you get an advantage, it might be for the rim or a lob or whatever, but there's also, you know, that the old blender thing. And um, that's something that, that I know, you know, our guys take pride in, you know, JC had a quick swing to Don for corner three, thought Don really picked his spots early in the game. And, you know, I love how aggressive Mike was, you know, from the three point line yeah. sets up his drive. Um, when you're kind of in a stretch like that, you guys have gone through, how important is it just to get a win? Yeah. You know, I think, as I've said, you know, we haven't, we've had guys out and, we we've had a couple games that, you know, we haven't done some of the things that fundamentally that we need to do to win. And so, um, you know, it's, it's uplifting, I think as much as anything to win and to play a certain way. And so that, that, that to me is, um, it's good. You know, we should feel good about this game. You know, they, that that's a good team. You know, there's a lot of good players, you know, you put Carmelo and, Russ and Dwight Howard on the floor and the way Monk shooting it. And it's a good win. You mentioned too many fouls and too many second chance points early. But other than that, you like to defense over. What did you see on that? Well, one, better yeah, I mean, the, the fouls usually are, you know, reaching fouls um, where we don't we don't need to do that. You're just giving them an opportunity. And in a lot of those situations, you know, we want to be drifting out to our man and taking away the three point line. You know, if you can't make an impact on the play, just, you know, trust in your teammates. And, you know, the, the other thing about that is when Rudy does come over, um, you know, to impact the ball, whether it's a post up or a drive, you know, everybody having his back and that means somebody, you know, is blocking out Dwight Howard. Um, but that's the level that, you know, that we have to be on. Um, and then again, I, you know, turn the ball over eight times, you know, our offense helped our defense tonight. So, you know, a little bit of everything that we've been talking about that, um, you know, that we did. And I think, you know, we can continue to do it on even higher level, you know, even more consistently. Yeah, I mean, Rudy and I talked this morning, you know, he, he came here because he, he, he wants, wanted, wanted to win. And, you know, I, I think for a vet, you know, in his case, you know, he understands that, you know, there's going to be, you know, there's a number of situations I could list them off for you where um, I think he gives us a higher ceiling, um, you know, because of some of the things he can do because of his size, you know, his ability to defend the post against, you know, guys that aren't bigger than him. And then, you know, he's been shooting the ball and, um, you know, he can score on the post. There's a lot of things that, that Rudy does that we, we value. Um, but you know, it's, it's true for our, our whole group, you know, um, we, we've had guys, they're injured, they come back, you know, everybody needs to be, needs to be ready to go. And some nights, you know, guys are going to play more than others because of matchups and all those types of things. So, um, you know, I, I think that's something for our whole team, you know, to hang on to and 
you know, whoever's out there to support each other. And, you know, he's, you know, that's why I said he's a pro, you know. There you go. That's uh, Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder after his team came away with a much-needed win, win, 122 to 109. A lot there on the rotation, and it does stand out. Rudy Gay uh, did not play uh, tonight. You heard uh, Rudy can make their ceiling higher, and I certainly get that, but uh, coach decided to go with uh, with Wancho uh, as he got uh, 19 minutes tonight. So they the Jazz kind of went with a nine-man, no-garbage-time uh, rotation. Now, obviously, others got in. Uh, but that did not include Rudy Gay. Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, but his point there, I think everybody be, better be ready. Matchups uh, are going to dictate some of this. And the one thing he does know, um, again tonight, another uh, you know glimpse of that. Hernan Gomez comes in. I thought he played a great game. Um, you know, didn't do anything completely lights out, but made shots when he was open. Um, two for four from three. Three rebounds, three assists, and no turnovers. I mean, that's a, a real positive outing from a guy who you just added, you know, six weeks ago. So it's it's a, you know, again, I think you've got him. I thought you saw some really good things tonight from House. Um, you know, Monroe came in the game. You and I like some of the vibe he brings. So just a lot of options, and I, and I think that's going to be the interesting thing to see how this gets pared down for the playoffs. All right, Jazz win tonight, uh, 122 to 109. Post game is brought to you by uh, Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. We'll get you sound from the players coming up next. Jazz game night, post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night, post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Jazz beat the Lakers tonight, one twenty-two to one oh nine, and it did feel Coach Lacombe, and and I think Quinn Snyder echoed this a little bit in his own way, uh, listening to his his post game comments. But it did feel like they got back to you know if you want to call them the principles of jazz basketball or or however you want to get at it. Felt like they got back to it tonight. It just looked more like the team you know that succeeded. I I go back to a stat that Quinn talked about in the pregame that the, the Jazz when they have all of their starters playing uh, are thirty and eleven. I guess tonight it'd be thirty one and eleven. So. Um, th- that's an interesting stat. I know everybody's been pretty down, but you and I have talked about the fact that they have had kind of a degree of difficulty second half here with a lot of injury and, and a lot of, of tough times. So it's a, um, you know, something to keep in the back of your mind when this team's fully healthy, um, they win a lot of games. Because that's, I mean, that's how the roster has, has been built. Right. And I, I've said this a bunch on, on my show, uh, during the week, but the Jazz don't have a top five player in the league. So they've got to win playing their style. That's what gives them the advantage. And when they do that, they're really good. And when they don't, that's, in, in my opinion anyway, when uh, when they struggle. And so I thought we saw them play the way they, they play to win tonight. And, and I think about how this has evolved. Like, you know, the Jazz obviously came with this pretty revolutionary, you know, shoot these threes, shoot early in the shot clock. Um, that's certainly all evolved from a place, you know, a half court team, uh, but they've kind they kind of opened things up, but they were really relying on the three. Now 
you know, you see the ability to find Rudy and, and what that does to the mix, have shooters in all those spots. Um, like you said, it's when this team's all out there, when, when the guys are in the lineup that are, you know, are kind of banked on or counted on, you know, the, the results have been pretty good. All right, let's uh, get some player sound going. Let's go back down to the media room. Time to hear from Donovan Mitchell. They got it within six, and we just were able to continue pushing through, get stops, offensive or defensive rebounds, get guys off the glass. Um, you know, we just made plays, and I think that was, you know, we didn't really do that against L.A. We made plays, winning plays, um, not even so much on the offensive end, but defensively. After going through a stretch you guys went through, how important was it just to kind of get a win and get good feeling? It, it's huge, you know, just getting a win and, and, and getting ready for this game on Saturday, you know, especially with the, with their guys out, you know, being able understanding that, you know, those guys that are out there, you know, are playing, you know, and coming out aggressive. So being able to take care of business and rest up and get ready for uh, Golden State, it's, it's, um, it was big, you know, but for us, it's just one game. We got to do it again and again. We mentioned that early on, it felt like, too many fouls, yeah. um, too many offensive rebounds allowed, and then it became those those became things you guys focused on to clean up. What was kind of the key to getting the defense kind of um, Honestly, just locking in, you know, little fouls on the elbow, reaching, stuff we can control. And, you know, we came and made a point, especially at a halftime, to, to not foul and to make sure we, you know, get hits and, and help on the boards. And we did that collectively as a group tonight. Ball movement always seems to be kind of an issue with this team where you can tell if it's going the way it should or, or you can tell if it needs some improvement. What was what was working tonight? Um, you know, we just finding guys, making the right reads. Um, teams are going to switch. You know, being able to break down, get in the paint, being able to make the extra pass when, you know, we put, to, we put them in rotations tonight. Um, and that was, that was to our advantage and continue to move the ball and, and just – Getting to the paint is huge. You know, Rudy rolls, creating a three, Rudy hitting Rudy on the roll, um, <clears throat> just creating any advantage that we possibly can, and that's what we did tonight. Has Wancho kind of impressed you? Just his effort. You know, he like I said before, a few a few uh, a few weeks ago, like just out there. You know, he's he's shooting at every day, every game day for eight forty five in the morning. Um, shoots after, shoot around, comes in, gets his work in plays the game and then he just worked out again. I told him to sit down. <laughs> like, you know, uh, but you know, he's it's just effort, his intensity, defending, running, shooting space, and like he's he's doing everything. And especially for a guy that just got here, you know, not really knowing our offense and you know, starting to figure things out. And he's he's a hooper. Um he's been a big plus for us. When you have a five game losing streak and it feels like the world has kind of, you know, turned lost a little faith in you if you read, you know, Twitter, see the see the news, what do you do? within the team to kind of regroup? I mean, that's what Twitter's for. You know, it's, it's ups and downs. That's what this this whole thing is. You know, for us, it's just staying even keel. You know, I I think I said this to to Chris, like, I think the 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 negativity or, like, the, the losses, like, I think it was all the pressure, I guess you call it, like, is more external than internal. You know, I think for us, it's, you know, it's not an ideal time to have a five-game losing streak, but we did. So how are we going to, you know, how are we going to fix it? Are we going to celebrate this one win tonight and then come out and lay an egg against Golden State? Like we got to continue to find ways to get better. And, you know, for us, it's, it's just continuing. We got healthy, you know, that helps too, but we also should have won those games um, when guys were out. But for us, just staying even keel, um, not really 
I wouldn't say not stressing it because those are important losses and we shouldn't have lost those games in my, my opinion. But, you know, the biggest thing is just being able to stay together as a group. Um, and that's been... Fingers and kind of separated. That's childish, in my in my opinion. I think you know if we, if we do that, then we got some bigger problems. You know what I'm saying? Like we got we have a group of guys who have seasoned, who know who know what this is, and you know I've been through ups and downs. Uh, so five game losing streak. You know if that's what breaks us, you know then that's that's we're not who we think we are. And I don't think I think we are a team that you know is locked in as a group. And I don't I don't worry about our where our team is at uh, as far as that goes. But you know like I said that's more external than internal, you know, there's stuff that's going to be posted in red and all that. But for us, it's how do we go out there and get better every day? Cause at the end of the day, you know, we got control. We can control. There's Donovan Mitchell and Donovan tonight was, was uh, just fantastic. Had a great game, 11 of 22, four of 10 from three, 29.7 assists, had a rebound and a steal as well. And, and Donovan's words, from night to night are somewhat similar, but it felt like tonight he really had uh, a little bit of a different vibe. Yeah. He, you know, I think it's hard, man. It's hard to be out there. It's hard to be in winning situations and you lose. Um, and it, it's hard to study why, I mean, it's painful to go through a loss and have to sit and watch it and watch it. And, but I, but I do think that, you know, there, there were some things tonight. Quinn alluded to the fact they played faster, um, you know, really kind of saw the, the team run as good as they've run. I think that's something we've talked about all year that when that when the team does that particularly well, they have success. But then in the ball movement, you know, the the bar- barometer for this team is corner threes in our, in our mind. And tonight they've got 14 of them. So, again, the ball's moving around. Guys are getting shots. They're playing on attack, but they're playing for each other. And I think that was the biggest message that Donovan talked about. Absolutely. And in, in- it, it, it seemed to have more of a team vibe. I mean, it just maybe it's just winning cures all ills or whatever, but it almost felt like, a, you know, I thought quote, Coach Snyder had a different vibe. We'll, we'll get to more players coming up here, but it, it felt like Donovan got a little bit more of that joy back in his voice that we hear from Donovan so often. Well, when, losing gets heavy. I mean, it is, you know, it's awful as a fan when you, you have that investment, but I mean, you you can't even imagine how hard it is for the the coaches and the players uh, to go through loss after loss after loss and then have to study it. So there is some relief. I agree. I think that's that's a byproduct of that. All right, let's get some more sound. Let's go back to uh, down to the uh, media room. It's time to hear from Rudy Gobert. Eleven shots. I think the way we played. Uh, you know, we really did a good job just moving the ball, and, and when they went small, you know, I had a few opportunities to just get it down low and then see what happens. And uh, I've been putting a lot of work, so you know, I, I try to make sure that uh, when it goes, when when I get the ball down there, I show that uh, good things can happen. How do you feel about the team's overall defensive effort tonight? Um, I think I think we we had a few stretches where we weren't as good, uh, but for the most part of the game, uh, I like the way we yeah I like the way we competed. You know, obviously uh, they have a uh, it's a very unique team the way they play uh, with Russ and uh, and all those post ups and even Carmelo and, and all those guys. But I thought uh, we had one. One bad stretch in the first half and one bad stretch in the second half, but for the most part of the game, we did a we did a good job and we did a good job rebounding. You know, they 
especially in the second half. First half, you know, I think they got like 12 points of second chance and and we're fouling a lot, you know, and once we we get discipline and we don't reach, uh, you know, we, we make them earn uh, what they get. Uh, it's a different game. Uh, coming off of what happened on Tuesday against the Clippers, how did you like how you guys closed tonight? Um, I mean, it, it, it was different. Uh, you know, we, like I said, we we didn't have a perfect game tonight, but I really liked the way we, we were able to refocus together and reconnect uh, on both ends. And, you know, we, we did a good job closing the quarter, especially second quarter and uh, also at the end of the game. And uh, that's, big, that's big for us, you know, being able to, when, when we feel that we can, uh, you know, sleeping in, in the dark side, come back and put each other in and then, uh, and do it together. I think that's what uh, really good teams are able to do. And, uh, and we gotta be there for each other. Before the game, we talked to Quinn about what you said post game against the Clippers about how we don't get our hands dirty. He said you felt that there was maybe a more productive forum for those kind of comments. That's A, do you agree with that? And B, do you think you had those conversations with more productive? Yeah, we did. We did. And uh, I, I just speak my mind, you know, and, and sometimes it's, um, you know, uh, it's never about, for me, it's never about pointing fingers. It's just that, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not the most, uh, I'm not perfect in, in the way I communicate, but you know, I'm a, I'm an emotional person and I don't like losing. So obviously uh, I wish uh, I would never say anything, but sometimes I'm a little too honest with you guys and, uh, you know, you guys like it. Uh, I know it's probably refreshing when compared to, to a lot of guys in this league that, you know, just, uh, yeah, just to say what's what is supposed to say. I just speak my mind, and uh, and it's always about uh, it's about, always about winning. It's always about you know try to yeah try to you know uh, have us uh, play the best basketball that we can play, and and those things are I've been I've been saying in the locker room too. You know, it's like it's not like uh, we say some things here and we don't say it to each other. You know, we we all know the things that we can do better. And, you know, I just speak my mind. And I know sometimes it's uncomfortable to, to hear the truth, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm part of it. It's never about they got to do better or he got to do better. It's always about we got to do better. And and I'm the first one, that, you know, that that's part of that. You guys got on and Daniel back tonight after extended absence. Uh, what did you see from how they performed tonight? I mean, it's uh, it's great to have them back. You know, uh, just having that their presence on the court, and you know, it's a lot of things that you know we don't realize. But just yeah, just having those those few corner trees that that they make, and, and Boyan being able to, um, you know, make plays with the ball and and, and give us. Uh, another option offensively just um is just huge and, and also for spacing you know guys have um to think twice to when they want to help on the roll or the drives and it, it opens up the floor for everyone so um it's just great you know great to have them back and uh you know we're going to keep getting better and better until the playoffs and hopefully by the playoffs we get everybody back and we're going to see uh the things that we can accomplish
Quinn mentioned that he spoke with Ocho this morning, kind of about perhaps not playing tonight, and um, mentioned that you know he's going to be informed going forward and raise the ceiling. For Is it kind of your expectation that you guys might be going with like kind of more unique lineups in matchup specific situations the rest of the way? I mean, yeah. Uh, once again, it's uh, we're going to need everyone and. We're gonna need everyone to to be ready when when you know whenever they're gonna to have to to step on the floor and it's gonna be on the coaching staff to decide uh, you know to decide who uh, who and when and you know for us like uh, from one to to fifteen everyone is important and the the main thing for us is to be fresh and healthy obviously and uh, and yeah we're gonna need Rudy for sure and we're gonna need everyone so. I trust our coaching staff to, um, you know, prepare our team the best way that they can, and uh, and we'll be ready. All right, there you go. That's Rudy Gobert. And listen, uh, Rudy Gobert had a monster game tonight, twenty-five and seventeen. And I'm assuming he was talking about Rudy Gay there at the end, not Rudy Gobert in the third person. Rudy Gobert usually does not do that. Little joke there. Carl Although, did. I uh, what's that? Carl did. Oh yeah. <laughs> Although. Carl did love to go in the third person. Oh, man. Uh, interesting from Rudy uh, in pregame, Quinn Snyder's media availability said, uh, you know, Rudy talking about some of the things he does publicly might not be the most effective way to communicate. But I love Rudy's response right there in the middle. He says, hey, I'm honest. And, you know, a, a lot of players in this league don't come out and tell you what they're thinking. And that's what Rudy does. And I'm sure it does create some waves in the locker room from time to time. But if it's true, and I imagine that it is, that he's saying those same things in the locker room, you know, that's probably the, the important part, being authentic. Yeah, I think that's prob- that is that is the most important part. You don't want to say one thing and, you know, do another. But I'll, uh, I'll tell you what, I, it seems almost cathartic in some way. Um, you know, again, you mentioned the relief in Donovan's voice. I think, honestly, you get so much frustration, pent-up frustration, losing, and this team's not used to losing, you know, outside of January, that was a brutal month, but they just don't string a lot of losing streaks together. So it was uncomfortable and an uh, odd territory, but um, hopefully tonight, you know, some breakthroughs, uh, love that it fact that he even addressed it, you know, talked about it and answered the question. And, um, but I, I totally agree with you. The most important thing is to be authentic, to be the same guy, you know, out in front as you are behind the scenes. I think most people respect that. When when it's handled that way, I'm sure. All right, uh, Jazz win tonight. They beat the uh, Lakers. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique store to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Your final score one twenty two to one oh nine. We'll have more player sound for you coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show, Jazz Radio Network, Jake Scott Coach, Tim Lacombe, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. 122 to 109 is your final. The Jazz get a win tonight over the L.A. Lakers. Let's uh, check out your Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A One app tonight from the line. Jazz were 15 of 24, 62.5%. Rudy Gobert led the way at 7 for 9. The Lakers, 20 of 28. 
uh, 71%. But one of the keys uh, Coach Snyder said to the fourth quarter in closing this one out was uh, figuring out how to play defense without fouling. In fact, that was one of the reasons he cited that uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez got those minutes uh, maybe when others did not. Yeah, it's a it's a huge piece, uh, and his length helps. You know, the the bigger you are, the better you can move your feet, and your length kind of determine how good you're going to be at giving a little bit of space, but being able to cut guys off. And Hernan Gomez does a nice job of it. I I was really impressed. First time really kind of focused on it was in that Knicks game on the road when he was he did a great job. You know, on in his opportunity on Julius Randle, who's a hard cover. He's a hard guy because he wants to create contact and. He just kind of stemmed him off with his length, which I really liked. Um, so great observation. But I think, you know, the defensive side tonight, that's the piece that kind of came and went. And hopefully that's something they can continue to improve on. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's something certainly the coaching staff, I'm sure, will uh, will be focused on as well. All right, let's go uh, back down to the media room. It's time to hear from Jordan Clarkson. All movement seemed like it was really good tonight when it's talking about how you can tell with this team when the ball moves where you want it to be or not. What was what was going well? Uh, just everybody buying into what we do. We got to keep continuing to play that way. Uh, keep continuing to move the ball. I think we fall in the lags in some games uh, when we ain't doing that. Uh, just playing jazz basketball, what we preach. What's the hardest part about going through like a stretch you guys just went through and how do you kind of get out of them? Uh, I mean, it's just some losses. It's part of what it is. We was on a road, a uh, long road trip towards the end of the year. Tough. It wasn't like we was playing no fluke teams. We had Brooklyn. You know, you could look at a game in Charlotte where we up. Should have won that game. And then you got the Clippers, PG coming back. And, you know, they they was trying to turn their stuff around. So, uh, you know, just three losses. Can't look at the point differentials, anything like that. You know, we just got to keep focusing on what uh, we need to get done and uh, get ready for this uh, playoffs. Thank you, Matt, for Tuesday. You played the last 18 minutes back in. I'm curious, do you feel that at all as a player when you're on the 17th or 18th minute of a row? Uh, no, not necessarily. Uh, we just plan. You know, coach took me out, he took me out, but uh feel like, you know, personnel, bogey out, stuff like that. Um, you know, I think coach just kind of left me out there and, you know, let me just ride the ride the end of the game out. Does it change within the team when you have a high game in the street? Does the communication change more urgent? Uh I think it's just kind of just knocking back and focus kinda. Um our communication if anything, it kind of heightens. Uh, it's not a sense of like panic or anything. What I feel like with this team, um, you know, we feel it. You know, it's a it was a losing streak, whatever you want to call it. But uh, you're gonna lose games in the NBA. All the teams, uh, maybe minus one, Phoenix Suns have had you know that that happened to them this year. So. Um, you know, it's just part of the part of the uh, part of the season. Along the lines, Don was talking about the importance of like guys not devolving into figure pointing when you get into yeah. situations like that, like not letting that like escalate into something bigger. How yeah. do you 
avoid that happening just when, you know, you're at this point in the season, you know, wins and losses seem like they matter more. How do you kind of like stay out of that? Well, a lot of it is kind of just looking at yourself. What can you do to um, help the team be better with, with what you're doing? Uh, that's being more efficient, uh, passing the ball, uh, rebounding, uh, just kind of doubling down on, you know, your role or whatever it is. And that usually kind of takes out the finger pointing because if you're holding yourself accountable, nothing else really matters. And then uh, the next guy knows that you're doing that for yourself. That's going to help the team. There is Jordan Clarkson. Jordan was very good off the bench tonight. 19 points, 8 of 16, shooting 3 of 9 from 3, had a couple of steals and an assist as well. I, I know I sound like a broken record, but the, the Jazz play well when Jordan Clarkson plays well. He, he plays an important role on this team, and, and when he does it well, it's good for that second unit. His, his attack is so vital. We talked about his change of pace. You know, he comes in and, and is instant offense. And it really is kind of a, you know, a work in progress. But I think he's definitely made huge strides in taking the right shots. Um, you know, I, I think at times, you know, and I think it's just the way this offense works. He gets a ton of freedom. And, and you know, it's, it's you're not going to be perfect all the time. But to, I, I like his attitude. You know, tonight he said, hey, they were just a couple losses. You know, it seems to me like, you know, if, if there was – you know, some tough things going on. You have to take in consideration what he mentioned, the five-game road sw- uh, swing, tough teams, and toward the end of the season. It's, it's a, it's a, that was a hard thing to, to go through, particularly without Bojan, but uh, nice to see everybody get healthy tonight. I think Jordan's attitude is always a positive on this team. I agree. He seems to always be so even-keeled. Uh, there's, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of the best word to describe it, but it seems like every time we hear from him in the postgame, there's some wisdom in there. There's always wisdom. You know, there's always a little wisdom in what he brings to the table when he's talking during the postgame. So I think a great observation by you. I think his attitude is is definitely a benefit on this team. Whether he plays well or not, honestly, I, I think it is. He's is. He's got very much that calming type of presence, uh, and I'm sure it's why he's a really good teammate. And then when he goes 8 for 16, that's even better. Um, right. You know, but yeah, he's like I said, he's so important to how this team when they, when they're at their best, right? You talk about the flamethrower and a guy that comes in and is just instant offense, all of the microwave. Vinny Johnson, you know, the great Vinny Johnson played for the Detroit Pistons. He was he was that guy for them. But he he plays an important role, and and I really do believe that he he wants to win and he he cares. You know, he wants he wants to play the right way, and uh, it was nice to see Jordan have a good night. Want to remind you about the Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators Program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from Jazz Bear, $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to see a jazz game in a suite. Go to nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator right now. Jazz snapped that five-game losing streak. They come away with a win over the Lakers tonight, 122-109. to Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. And the My Subaru Is campaign. Uh, Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. We'll get you play of the game as well as Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on uh, this one coming up next. Jazz win 122 to 109 here on the Jazz Radio Network. Donovan crossing over to the left, comes down the middle of the lane, cocks it, and blocks it home. Donovan Mitchell. 
The big time dunk tonight from Donovan Mitchell. There's your play of the game. Our guy David Locke brought to by Larry H. Miller dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com driven by you. Jazz game night post game show. Jake Scott, coach Tim LaCombe with you. Jazz win tonight 122 to 109. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share. MarkMillerSubaru.com. Jazz got 29 points tonight from Donovan Mitchell. He also had seven assists. And uh, how about this, Coach? Only one turnover for Donovan. Of course, that was a, a big thing against the Clippers and has been a big thing at multiple uh, points during the season for Donovan. But you'll take that seven assists to uh, one turnover any night. Any night, and he, he was he was fabulous. You know, shot a great percentage. Uh, but but I thought that his ability to read defenses, you know, make the right play, uh, put the ball where it needs to go, and then guys on the back end of that, you know, making shots. Um, you know, but but Donovan was definitely in the zone tonight. Played really really well. And I thought his, uh, you know, you alluded to it, but he looked like he was having a little more fun out there. A little more joy. It's that way when you win, man. You yep. just, it's more fun when you win. Rudy tonight, a double-double, 25 points for Rudy, 17 rebounds, a couple of blocks, best game Rudy's had for a little bit. But uh, attempts, probably the most, uh, the, the biggest thing that stands out on the uh, box score for Rudy tonight. He had 11 shots, 9 of 11, 7 of 9 from the line, and also had four, four of those 17 rebounds were on the offensive side of the glass. Clarkson had 19 coming in off the bench. Mike Conley with 18. He had four assists, a couple of rebounds. But how about Mike? Seven of nine from the field, four of six from three. And I know the Jazz have been a, a little bit controversial as of late, but Mike Conley has uh, has quietly played a lot better. He's played well. He, you know, I almost feel bad we haven't talked about it more, but tonight he was great. Um, you know, he just his jump shot right now is so on. You know, it just rips the net. Uh, and then he made really good decisions in the paint, reading the defense, uh, you know, through lobs when the lob was there. And then also his nice little floater made that a couple times. Uh, yeah, I thought Mike played a really good game. Defensively, at times, uh, the Jazz struggled uh, to come up with stops. I say at times because I don't know how frequent it was. Rudy said they had a stretch in the first half and a stretch in, in the second half. But you could tell playing a defense without fouling was was Coach Schneider's biggest concern tonight. Yeah, and they, they fixed it in the second half. Those were the two things at halftime, not fouling and then rebounding misses. The Jazz definitely cleaned up both of those areas and allowed them to pull away from the Lakers. For the Lakers, they got uh, 24 points tonight from Russell Westbrook. He also had seven assists and six rebounds. Dwight Howard had 21 Excuse me, Malik Monk had uh, 14, Carmelo Anthony had 12 coming in off the bench, and uh, Horton Tucker added 11. But there's just not a whole lot. I know no LeBron, no Anthony Davis, but this Laker team just does not have a ton of firepower on it without those two guys. Very thin. Very thin indeed. And, yeah, those guys are going to carry, you know, LeBron himself is going to carry so much of the load. It was interesting tonight. They just didn't have, I mean, Westbrook, I thought he actually played a pretty good game, uh, was on attack. And, um, but, but yeah, he's just not that frontline guy and, and they just don't have the depth. You know? Yeah. Certainly not by A lot himself. of old dudes yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, Trevor Reza, you know, love him as a player, but he's just, he's not the Trevor Reza we saw in the playoffs a few years ago. That's for sure. No, no. And Carmelo Anthony, you know, that everybody's followed that story and he had some productive minutes, but he's just not the player he used to be. Either and either is Dwight Howard for that matter. Although he had a nice game tonight with twenty-one and twelve, and even made a three. So, 
Uh, the Lakers certainly need LeBron and Anthony Davis, and I know that's not a, a real controversial take. You know, and me, of, of course, the eternal optimist, he makes that three, and I'm like, no, no, not again. You know, Here it comes. Here we go. Yeah, it's, he's just got it. If I'm telling you, every, every night is a challenge for different reasons. Tonight, more than anything, the Jazz just had to figure out a way to win the game, and they did it, but they also did it. I thought they did it playing Jazz basketball. Yeah, I thought so too. All right, a couple final thoughts before we turn the page on this one, Coach. Important to win um, five games in a row. So kind of uncommon for this team to go through. Um, and then, you know, the, the the game on Sunday that we will not talk about anymore. That, that uh, was it? No, it wasn't Sunday. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, as they say. Um, Tuesday, the Clippers game, man, that was just, that was the bottom of the barrel. So great to get all that out. Um, felt like the guys played together tonight understand the importance of, you know, Rudy getting the ball more and um, just being the threat all over the floor, the spacing Boyan brings. And then I thought House was great in his first game back, had a monster dunk late. Um, so just fun to see them win, have some fun. Now they got to take it on the road uh, at Golden State. Is that all? Eh, that's all. <laughs> all right, we want to say a big thanks to everybody uh, who participated in the broadcast tonight. Of course, David Locke, Ron Boone, doing a great job calling all the action. Thanks for, uh, to the broadcast assistants that uh, helped us out tonight. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller Subaru, the title sponsor of the postgame show and the My Subaru Is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. My Subaru is... Dot com and of course coach lacombe thank you very much sir how about we do it again on saturday 6 30 6 30 5 30 pregame in golden state and of course you'll hear it all right here on the jazz radio network